Hi, welcome to the Vaguely Anime Podcast. I am one of the hosts this evening, Michael, followed by other hosts, Sage. That's me. And it's the Culture Corner Group, but I don't think we're doing culture today, so. No. We're doing the regular culture, not the not the culture. Yeah, culture. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you said you wanted to start with something I don't care about, so you yeah, go for it. So, I, well, right before we got on air, I was just saying to Mike that, like, there's this K-pop company called MLD Entertainment notoriously awful and they had this girl group momoland which mm-hmm. was from a survival show called finding momoland and it was to make a nine member wait, wait, wait. the the show was called like they already had the name and then they were picking the group to take the name mm-hmm. usually they'll already have like the name made especially if it's like within your own company of trainees Right. So, um, something like that, like 16, which is the survival show that created twice. It was 16 contestants, but they were all JYP trainees and twice as a JYP group. So they already had like the concept, the name, everything made. It was just finding the girls that were going to be that group, if that makes sense. That sounds so incredibly unfun as an artist. Well... A lot of like I know it works differently. In, yeah, I was gonna like, say it's it's a little di- if you think about like are there people all right? So I know K-pop is is very and J-pop and etc. are very specific types of things, right? But like, could you be a a girl group or or a person without them putting a label upon you or a name? Like, could you start somewhere? Uh, and just be like, ah, oh, we're four girls from fucking middle of nowhere, and we started singing and have a name, and then we kind of got popular, and we're our own thing. Or is it like, no, you got to go through? Uh, in theory, you could. I mean, like, that's kind of true here in the United States as well. Like, in theory, you could be, like, coming on the up and up. But most, for the most part, if you think about it, you're going to get picked up by a label. Well, yeah, but, like, usually you could pick your name. Right, right. Um... But if you think about it, like... And your vibe, which I assume right, you're like, your no, vibe. you're the metal band. <laughs> um, usually, because K-pop is very distinctive, um, if you are joining an agent, if you want to be a K-pop idol, your best bet is to join an agency. Right. Um, and then you have to go through the trainee process, which is like... Voice training, rap, singing, dancing, stage presence, things like that. Um, so you go through the trainee process, which lasts like anywhere minimum. I would say usually like two to three years. And then like on the long... such a wild profession. And then on the created. long end of it, you could be a trainee for like 10 years before you debut. Um. But usually, and like, so there's this one idol, her name is Somi, and she used to be a JYP idol or trainee, and she was actually on 16. She didn't make the cut for twice. She stayed with JYP and was supposed to debut as the main, like, leader and face of the group for ITZY. But before their debut came along, she actually left JYP and she joined YG's subsidiary label called The Black Label. And then she debuted as a solo artist. However, 
YG and the Black Label is really bad about schedules. So like, she had like a huge chunk of content come out and that was like a year and a half ago now. And it's just been nothing since. I mean, the same thing happened with Blackpink where they had like a huge chunk of content come out and then a two year long hiatus in between, which in K-pop is very uncommon. That just you, seems like bad business practice. It is considering you have. So why, why would anyone go to them if that's like they're notorious for that? Well, because YG is considered one of the big three, which now people call the big four um, because of big hit slash high labels, which is BTS's label. But since BTS, they have acquired a lot of other entertainment companies like Source Music. Um, so they acquired like G Friend under their label, who have since disbanded. But um, so they were acquired a lot of other labels and what's, got. What's the shelf life of a pop group? I feel like a lot of ones I hear about, they're like, they exist. Oh, nope, they're 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 done. So typically, they call it like the seven year curse. The average contract is for seven years and because it's not like here in the united states where you get contracted let's say five albums right so you're just obligated to make those five albums it doesn't really usually matter how long it takes you to make the albums as long as you fulfill the five right right whereas in k-pop it's not so much albums that you make it's the amount of time you have with that company and that group which is typically seven years and for the most part Groups will disband after the seven years or some people won't renew their contracts with the company. So then there's like member changes or the lineup just gets smaller kind of a thing. So instead of like a seven girl group, seven member girl group, you'll have like five. Right. Um, but there are if you but that's if you're from a big label. Right. right. Or you, you you're popular enough or you're having enough income. If you're from like a really small label and you're not like making a splash out on the scene in your debut, you could disband within a year. I would say like a really short term would be like one to two years. And then usually like, but then there will be other times where groups like G Friend, for example, literally out of nowhere, all six of the girls terminated their contracts with Source Music after six years and they just disbanded and it was like they had just had their comeback mago which was like their most popular comeback to date and then they were like riding on the coattails of that success and everybody was really hyped for what they were going to do next and then out of nowhere they were just like oh we're actually all leaving source music and we're disbanding okay yeah but then you'll have groups like girls generation which they've, they've been considered a group for 15 years. They just had a comeback after five-year hiatus for their 15th anniversary. But Girls' Generation was originally a nine-member girl group. They're now an eight-member girl group. But that's because there was drama with one of their members. And there's still drama with that member to this day. And she's just like not allowed to be a part of the Korean entertainment system. So she actually that went a whole essentially. Okay. Um, so she actually just was on a Chinese survival show. Uh, so she's going to debut with a Chinese girl group. 
which is kind of crazy if you think about it. Like, yeah, have, did, I see the like gears ticking. I'm trying to like relate this in a way of something. Um, <laughs> and then and then an anime came to mind, and then I was like, ah, but if I mention it, it'll just derail it. Uh, oh. What you're saying? So what? Just the the one. Um, the uh what the fuck is it the, the english title is um your boy uh kong ming it's about uh an old chinese general from like x fucking forever ago century uh gets reincarnated into like the modern day okay and uh he's like you know super well-known um war general who was very successful and he comes back to the modern day and finds this like struggling idol who's just doing small time idol stuff. And he take he decides that the music industry will be his next conquest. And so he <laughs> becomes the manager for this idol and decides that he's going to make her a star. Okay. Using ancient war tactics to get through. That's really funny. I like that. It came out uh, last season, I think. Oh, I, I think I'll watch that. That sounds hilarious. I, I feel like I was going to say, I feel like that's exactly like up your alley. And apparently it's incredible. Yeah. Um, well, so I know like. I don't know that much about the Japanese side of the idol industry, mine, like other than like the HKB48 scene. I really only know baby metal. Um, HKB48 and the other like subsidiaries of 48 um, is very different from K-pop idols because in HKB48 or you have like H. Uh, HTK, you have a whole bunch of because it's different locations throughout Japan, right? And the like, it's just the like abbreviation of what city you're from or what city you're working with, right? right. But there, you'll have your 48 members <laughs> that are in the current lineup, but within the company, you could have 200 girls. This shit just seems too, too, like over. Uh, what's what's the word? like? complicated yeah i guess well so like it just like why can't people just want to go in and make some fucking music um i think in in terms of being like a japanese idol especially if you're like well i guess idol in general right but it is very separate that's the reason why i'm gonna break them apart just for a second because um if you want to be like in hkb48 um it's a lot more less about making music and it's a lot more like entertainment in general if that makes sense so like you're more going in to be like a dancer kind of than you are a, it, a musician you're essentially like a personality a personality i think is a much better way to so put it so you're not going in to be a musician you're going in to be a personality a personality but you just happen to be singing and dancing with 50 other girls on the stage right um it just it seems like too many people on a stage and 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 with that comes i mean the the f- fan kind of culture with japanese idol system is insane in that like you <clears throat> the more popular you are the more like higher rank you are in terms of like positions so if you're the first they're all out positioned by a fake robot (laughs) um i don't actually know how popular hatsune miku is anymore but i feel like that's pretty dated at this point i I could be wrong but but yeah so if you're like the first position of your group that means you're in the center the majority of the time what 
just the first thing that came up when I put it is Hatsune. It just the first thing was is Hatsune Miku dead? <laughs> well, not a real person, so. So, but um, yeah, and it's really about like bringing energy and lots of fun, um, and it's a way to be like engage with people more so whereas if you're becoming an uh, a k-pop idol there are a lot of idols that do explicitly go into the industry to make music however because of how the industry is kind of formed to get to that making music point um you usually have to kind of like do things like do the brunt work essentially first um, unless you're someone like Soyeon from G Idol, where Cube Entertainment, that's G Idol's company, right after they had disbanded for a minute, which was their previous girl group in the th third gen, maybe they were second gen, I can't remember now, but um, once four minute ended, right, they were like, oh, we'll announce our next girl group, which was G Idol, originally six members, now five. But they didn't even bother to come up with a debut song for them. Or anything, really. And then Soyeon was like, you know, we're going to debut pretty soon. And, like, we don't even have a track. So she took it upon herself to just make them a track. To make as their debut track, which was La Ta Ta. Um, so they were like, this is great. We love it. And so she essentially just, like, appointed herself their writer composer producer of their group and cube was like hey that's less dollars we have to pay like third parties to do it for us why not um so basically every single title track and song is written produced and composed by her um and she's actually very very talented she's an incredible rapper very like she, i think she does a great job personally um, and that's why I find like it's a little different from G Idol versus like other girl groups in that like it's a little less generic sounding. Yeah, because I would have to imagine it just feels very like commercialized, very machine made. Uh, it also kind of depends on what's the trend, if that makes sense. So back in like 2015, when girls like G Friend and Twice were debuting. It was very much bright, cute, bubbly concepts were really popular. So in turn, you're going to have bright, cute, bubbly songs, which can become quite generic, especially if you're from a lesser known company, because you don't have as many resources to pull from. Right. But then in like 2018... Girl Crush became really popular, which is like more edgy and hard kind of a style. So songs became more edgy and hard and they had like a little more substance to them. I mean, it depends on the group, though, because some people still kind of like I was going to say, I feel like it, people would just be cashing in on edgy and hard more than like actually having meaning behind the words. It's just right dude being like, yeah, this probably has some. That's what I'm saying. Like, it'll so, sound like it has meaning. Exactly. But like, so it depends. But then dark concepts got really popular and actually i feel like with the wave of dark concepts like songs got like more 
impactful, if that makes sense. Okay. Because uh, you can't just have, like, nothing lyrics with, like, really beautiful gothic imagery, if that makes sense. Or at least not in my opinion. Um, I, I think like that's a hard balance to sell. Off, yeah. Because um, I feel like those kinds of things don't really mesh well. Because you can't just be saying nothing and then having, like... I mean, you can. I there mean, are plenty of bands that do it. You're right. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, and right now, like, there's this very, like, Y2K, New Age, um, kind of cool street style trend going on, um, which I personally really like. I think the girls look great. I don't really know anything about boy groups, <laughs> so I don't know what the boys are doing. But um, I think it's really fun and fresh, and it's like a I good know Kat asked if we wanted to go, and I was like, meh. What was it? TXT no, or I, 80s? I don't know. I can pull it up. I can't remember what it was, but I know it's a... Because bo- the only boy group I really listen to is uh, Enhypen. And even then, I only know like three of their fucking songs. The only K-pop group I even listen to, because I don't really I don't listen to <laughs> J-pop, uh, really. Um, the only K-pop group I actively listen to, like technically all of the songs they have out is uh kda and they're only half k-pop like they're technically a k-pop group but like half of them are american yeah um well actually that's not not why by the way actually in in kda is soyeon and mian from g idol oh yeah i was gonna say when you said that name i was like that sounds familiar yeah i was like i don't know how she's the rapper of kda That's, I was like, what the fuck? I hope that picked up. Um, uh, oh, uh. But yeah, no, KDA is pretty good. I only tomorrow uh, X together. Yeah, TXT. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't listen to them. I I can't be bothered to like invest myself in boy groups, and the reason why is because I usually don't love boy group visuals. Right. Um. Like, do KDA they, slaps though? By like, the way. do they look really beautiful? Yeah, of course. Like they have to essentially i was like can you be in a pop group without looking hot it's pretty hard i'm not gonna lie um but uh i find like boy group songs to be a little too much sometimes for me and i prefer like very like the way that girl groups just do like the bright concept or like things like that or even if like I don't know. Something about boy groups just makes me kind of cringe. I don't know what it is. Like, I know they're not doing really anything different from girl groups, but it's just not my cup of tea. You know, it just occurred to me that KDA has a song where they collab with a bunch of people. One of them is Twice, who is a big, it is a it's a group of people, not just one person. Twice? Yeah, it's nine members. So at some point in that song, there there's just nine extra people singing. Yeah. Okay. It just didn't occur to me till right now. I'm like, that's well, just... is it twice or is it like Mina of twice? I think it's I think like what's I'm just, just wondering what like the I credit think it's just is. Just labeled as twice, huh? That's interesting. Um, but yeah. So do you want to? Did you want to bring up what you were? Oh yeah, sorry. About? So let me. And then I have a topic that I can swap swap to where we can both talk. Okay. About yeah. It. Sorry. Um, I mean, you had some good questions. Um, yeah. From what I was saying earlier about uh, MLD Entertainment and Momoland. So they were originally a nine-member girl group. Uh, it just says featuring twice. Okay. 
So it's probably all nine of them. <laughs> um, so Momoi Land was originally a nine-member girl group. They came out with a couple of songs, but they weren't like really making a splash, if that makes sense. And then they came out with this song called Boom Boom. And it was literally the most popular shit. It was everywhere. So popular. Like, I'm pretty sure they ran those promotions for like six fucking months. That's how popular this song was. You usually run promotions for like, if it's a good song, two months. If it's really good, right? Right. If it's like mid, you'll run it for like two, maybe three weeks. They were running this promotions forever. And then MLD was like, oh, this song was really good. Let's make the same song again, but we'll just change out the words and the title. So then they did thumbs up. People were like, you know what? This is still really good. Love it. But, you know, it's a little same, same, but, you know, we get it. Then they did I'm So Hot, which was the third iteration of Boom Boom. And people were like, can we get a different fucking song, please? And MLD Entertainment was like, no, you will take what we give you and you're going to like it. No people that give us money to live. I'm not even. So then Moland essentially falls off the face of the earth. And then some girls leave, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Who cares? Then they start doing these weird like English title track collabs that aren't really title tracks, if that makes sense. They're like one-off singles. It's really weird. Um, Like they did uh, Wrap Me in Plastic and Yummy Yummy Love. And they were both collabs with like Western artists. Okay. And I think they're fine, whatever. Like the uh, Yummy Yummy Love, like the girls look so gorgeous in the music video. It's ridiculous to the point where i'm like i feel bad for them their visuals are going and they're being wasted by mld entertainment like they look so beautiful it's like insane right and then after yummy yummy love we heard literally nothing and then i saw today or maybe yesterday a notification that mld entertainment made a post saying that they're ending all activities with momoland and they're like, they, which is essentially saying they're disbanding. And they give the whole, like, thank you so much to our fans, blah, blah, blah. And people, like, weren't sure if it was real. But then each of the girls made essentially, like, copy and paste posts on their, like, independent socials. Being like, we're done, bye. But, like, who's surprised? I'm surprised they even, like, I think their contract was expiring this year anyway. So I'm they not They do su- look pretty great in this video. Right? Yeah. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. They, like, unbelievably gorgeous. Um, but yeah, like, I don't think anyone's particularly surprised because during, like, 2018 to 2020, the girls kept being like, we would love to try other concepts, other songs, like, song styles, write songs, blah, blah, blah. And MLD Entertainment was essentially like, no, this is what we're doing because people like it. And the girls were like, yeah, but they don't like it anymore. They want to see us do something new and fresh kind of a thing. And I feel like the company... She's my top pick. Nancy. <laughs> I feel like she's everyone's top pick. She's the visual of the group, so it makes sense. Oh, is she? Yeah. Half American. Huh. Yeah, fun fact. But, um, yeah, um, I feel like MLD Entertainment really just 
drove this group. Man, I think it's pink hair and then the like violet hair girl. Let me see. I don't know all the members. I'm not going to lie. I only know Nancy and Dewey because I'm a fake fan. Yeah, well, I'm not a fan at all, so I can claim anything. Wait, there's one girl who has like blonde hair in this music video, and I think she's that wearing a... That girl's like the blue hair girl. Okay, wait. Keep playing it. I'll tell you when to stop because there's a girl with um, blonde hair, or maybe her hair isn't blonde in this music video. Maybe I'm thinking of Wrap Me in Plastic. I think I am. Hold on. I'll go to the beginning. Look, Look, because there's one girl and she has blonde hair and she's wearing this cute little pink hat. Yeah, I don't mm. think any of them are wearing hats. No, this is not what I was thinking of then. Yeah. It's, uh, Wrap Me in Plastic is where she has the blonde hair. That yes, that that's the girl. My, that that's the girl. Third. That's the girl. Third or second. When she has the, in, in the other music video I was telling you about, she has this, like, blonde hair. She looks incredible with the blonde hair. It's, I can't handle it. <laughs> Anyway. Also, so so you know how you're saying Nancy is your top top uh -huh. pick? Okay. So there was this whole thing with Nancy because Oh great, is she an awful person? No, 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 no. There was this whole thing with Nancy because when they debuted, like when when you're debuting a group, like you want the girls to look a certain way, right? And so like you want them to be relatively thin. And then after they debuted, she like started gaining some weight or whatever. She still looked great. Like she was never fat as people were saying. Like so she yeah, got Yeah, but it, but the Korean standards of fat are Oh yeah. very different. If you're like a size 4 obese. Um but yeah, so she started getting some weight and she like started getting a figure like I thought she looked really good. And people were like When I tell you people were like losing their shit, being like Say comments like, how could she let herself get to this point? I'm like, this woman is like not even a size six. What like, are you talking like, bro, about? You want, you want to put those comments? Sure. You can, you could slap those on me, but like, like I, like, I don't do understand. And then when she lost weight again, cause like she's obviously very thin here. Um, during like wrap me in plastic and yummy, yummy love. People were like, Oh, I think she hate that name by the way. Yummy, yummy love me too. Um, but, like, then people were like, oh, I think she's losing too much weight, which makes me so upset when people are like, now you're getting too skinny. I'm like, you you do realize you caused this problem, right? No, we didn't do anything. We just voiced our opinions. It's not our fault that they took it so seriously. Oh, my God. I literally can't handle it. Like, this is why <laughs> I, I truly, like, basically do not engage with K-pop fandom at all. I don't like tweet about it. I don't comment on anything and I don't talk to anyone online about K-pop because these people are insane. Right. Like I don't get it. The die hardness like what while yes, I would absolutely die for twice. Like if it's human sacrifice that you need to make this group continue, I am first on that pedestal. Just knock me out, right? Yeah, but like then you would never be able to know that what they did after you're dead. But you understand what I'm saying? But I'm not going to be out here, like, saying really horrible shit to other people for their tastes or because they don't like X, Y, and Z or they don't like the groups that I like because who right. the fuck cares? There's a million and one groups out there. Yeah. It's fine. You know? I just don't... I, I don't get it. <laughs> Speaking of, of people uh, nitpicking uh, people's looks and performances. Yeah. The Rihanna Halftime Show. Oh! <gasps> What a good transition I had. Oh, that, that was excellent. Um, so uh, I would like to start off by saying yeah. that um, 
very first and foremost for people that are being weirdly assholes about the performance. First of all, every goddamn Super Bowl halftime show, for the most part, are all pre-recorded. Right. On audio, I mean. Uh, because if something goes wrong, you're fucked. Yeah. Uh, so some performers decide they don't give a shit about trying to look like they're actually singing and then just decide to have fun with it. Right? How Chili Peppers did the same goddamn thing. They were like, yeah, we had to pre-record all our shit, so we just decided we wouldn't even make it look like we were actually trying. Right. I think Rihanna was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to have more fun with this than, than trying to sell that I'm singing. Rihanna is on stage wearing like 16 layers of clothes. Yeah. First of all, she must have been sweating balls. Also, very pregnant. Heavily pregnant. On a platform that's 80 feet in the air. And What and, do you want from this woman? Yeah, first of all, you're on a goddamn suspended file part. You can't move around a that lot. Last? You, said, you saw like the, in the last mm-hmm. part where she like moved a little bit and the thing like yeah shook. you can't that's really so move scary. but also that last shot where it's like her on the platform and it's that like super wide shot and it's just the platform and then like the stadium and the that would that that's what i was gonna say so like i think that this might have been one of the best if not the best performances because sure she didn't necessarily put in a insane fucking dance move whatever like but she's I don't not need out that. here doing choreo yeah but i don't need that from rihanna let alone like i'm not even a huge rihanna fan but like i don't need that from her and that's not i don't think what she was going for or no, what they were planning she was for. just like here to be swagged what out. i want from a halftime show is a stellar stage like you, you, thing. the whole package I, I want a thing right yeah like, like the weekend's was kind of a thing, but it didn't feel like extravagant in I a way that the Super Bowls should have. You know what? This is the extravagancy yes. I wanted, which is just there are choreographer like choreographers everywhere. There are the fucking choreographers, tier- yeah, uh, dancers, dancers everywhere. There are fucking floating tiered stage levels that people are on with awesome shots. They're doing the different heights so they can get camera angles. They got awesome steady cams like. There were so many awesome, breathtaking shots from the entire halftime. That's what I want. I don't need people with fucking, you know, like all the singers doing goddamn synchronized choreography and everything. I just want a big fucking set piece. So I, I agree with you in that, like, I love The weekend, um, but I felt like with his halftime show, it wasn't as cohesive as it could have been, if yeah, it was that like makes running sense. around, and then there was like the maze thing, which all looked cool. But yeah, it no, didn't I feel big. It, the thing is that it fit his the concept for the album. It fit the concept for like the music video storylines that he was putting out. Conceptually, it was all there, but I think the problem was that like like you're saying, it's not extravagant for the Super Bowl. It didn't feel like you could feel every ounce of energy being being given, if that makes sense. Yeah. Whereas, like, with Rihanna's halftime show, I felt like everything was so well thought out. I Because she obviously immediately stands out. She's the only one wearing head-to-toe red. Everyone is wearing head-to-toe white. Whereas, like, The weekend, everyone just kind of was wearing the same thing he was wearing. Yeah. Obviously, minus, he, like, the full face mask, because he wasn't wearing that, but... It didn't feel like he was the show. Right. I think, Whereas I Rihanna think, is the show. Yeah, I think that, like, in the same way, um, 
the last years with um with Eminem, Snoop Dogg, mm-hmm. you know, all them like that. It it's, it was messy. It's, it's I was gonna say it's split a difference mm. between Rihanna's being like what I think the Super Bowl should be, mm-hmm. um, and then the weekends being like yes, it's cool, but it didn't feel Super Bowl-y to me. Yeah. Like, it didn't feel extravagant enough to be a Super Bowl thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that um, the collection of, of rappers and performers was... I liked the set piece. I think it I think it was fun. I feel like it didn't hold up lyrically. Like, it kind of felt like the music was a little flat. Mm-hmm. But, like... And, and all overall, it was kind of flat. But... I liked everything that was going on in a way that was like they basically were keeping it lower leveled because they're all from a lower, uh, like, not area, but I mean, like, rap usually didn't have a lot of money into it right. for, for, for big performances of music videos. So, like, it, they kept it simple. Right. Um, so, it felt like it made more sense for them, and I think it worked, uh, even if I feel like it, it was a little middling. Mm. But I I feel like it it worked better than the weekends in terms of like it fit everything and it felt more Super Bowl esque with having like the long uh in, like a train st- car kind yeah, the of train car style stage and all the different stuff inside it and walking through and going through and having all the dances and everything where it felt more Super Bowl mm. like hyped mm. than the weekends where he was running around to different locations and it all felt very disconnected. Uh, it felt like like. Like you're saying, running around, like it felt rushed. You yeah. know what I mean? It felt very disconnected <laughs> and rushed where I think the the uh, collection of rappers, it felt like it felt more like a performance, which I think I was looking for. And then Rihanna's is like, we're just going to go like the fucking cinematographers were like, we're going to go fucking off on this goddamn shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I felt like Rihanna's one is very um... conceptually basic. I, I, but I they feel like it, it off. I feel like it's not conceptually basic because if you think about it like I mean it's just a stage on the bottom with people dancing at all times and then right. it's tiered stages with people dancing. Conceptually right. I, I don't mean in terms of the staging. I'm I'm t- talking about like in terms of like the choreography for the dancers. I thought it was really clever for her to have like Groups, yes, groups of like all male dancers for certain sections, all female dancers for certain sections, um, and then having them like kind of come together, things like that. I yeah, when I say basic, I don't mean that as like a slight. no, no, I know. Um, I loved the all white outfit choices with like the cinched up hood because that makes sense because that hood is literally coming right off otherwise. Also, like all that shit was like Fenty or something. Oh, like, uh, Puma. I don't know. Puma shit. Fenty? I don't know shit about fog about fashion, so I, I don't oh. know. But people kept talking about how like. Oh no no! During like in between the break for a song, she like took out a compact and a brush, and she was using her own makeup line, which is called Fenty. Oh okay. Um, which was very funny. Um, but yeah, so I really like that. I I just thought like the different imagery they were creating with the choreography, and then just having her in this like deep red full ensemble with the chest plate and the pregnancy belly out you know what i right. mean like come on that's iconic and then towards the end where she had this humongous coat on yeah i'm like that coat easily weighs 40 you're pounds flying above the f- stage like yeah you're like the Damn. coat weighs 40 pounds she's dripping in diamonds she was wearing a nine hundred ninety thousand dollar watch 
and then like almost like a million dollars in diamonds catch me being a famous singer up there in <laughs> fucking uh goddamn like a uh, flannel t-shirt and jeans <laughs> Isn't that like Louis Cobaldi's whole thing where he just shows up to every award show in a t-shirt and jeans? I, I would also do that. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not out here being spending billions of dollars on fucking clothes. Like, hey, well, if I'm famous, I can show up in whatever the hell I want to wear. Well, usually, like, especially if it's yeah, no, people, performances. People give it to you. And it, well, they especially things like diamonds, they lend it to you yeah. for the day. And you have like security, and there's all these. But like, I don't want that. I want to be a. I, I want to be a dude in a flannel I shirt. I feel on, in honestly jeans. too stressed out. Yeah, like, like I, I want. I want Rihanna's stage. If I'm if I'm famous in a but singer you're just in this, there. But I'm just there <laughs> t-shirt and jeans. <laughs> t-shirt and jeans floating above everybody yeah. else. Do you think it would have the same impact? <laughs> I don't think like it would be as visually striking. Well, what if it was all red jeans? Oh, and, jeans and, and t-shirt. <laughs> that would be really funny. But yeah, like I just and I also thought I really liked the lighting and like you were saying, the cinematography was incredible. incredible. I don't know Dude, why. Sometimes fly I, cams are so rad. Oh, right. It, like it's the coolest thing that the NFL has going for it is the fly cams. Mark and I were talking about that during the Super Bowl. And 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 when they had it like tiered where it was like steps right and they just had the fly cam slowly like going this? Oh, through each so one good. and i was like oh. and then they had the steady cam where she was when she was on the ground again mm-hmm. and it was going uh like it was walking up to each like group of dancers and then they'd separate and right. go to the next or they uh, i don't know who it was um oh god like it's so good and you know after the f- performance was finally like finished and she got back off the the platform like Every rigger that worked on that, like, fucking just, like, went and got fucking plastered. Because they were like, thank God nobody died. Like, we're done. Oh, my God. I was even saying, like, I know she's attached to a safety harness because you gotta be. Yeah. But I was like, what do you think the insurance is to have Rihanna 80 feet in the air on this damn clear platform right now? Yeah. uh, I have to imagine... A lot. Like, how do you even ensure that? Yeah, cause especially like if some if one of the wires, well, actually every wire would have to break for her to fall because she's also tethered. So right, she yeah. It, it, so she, have I don't have, think she would fall necessarily, but she, I'm you just, wouldn't. But uh, because you'd need, I think I don't think it was one wire in a V. I think it was probably two. no. It so was you would need, four wires. No, no, I know, but I mean, oh, I don't think it was one wire. No, oh, I no, think no, two wires. So you'd need. Literally, sixteen wires to break for her yeah. to fall from the height she was at. Right. Because even if all but one broke, it'd still be hanging and she'd still be attached. Yeah, so it would be, be like tilted, and she's still tethered. Right. To, so it could go to fully, the base of the platform. It could be. It could go fully vertical. She's still tethered, so oh she's God, not how going. How scary anywhere. would that be if they were just like, okay, here we go. Yeah. But uh, I I think that that halftime show was what I expect or what I want out of a halftime performance. I agree. And it's just every pop hit from the last fucking 15 years. Yeah, like, because all this... And, and okay. people are, like, upset that she didn't bring out any other stars. I know. I I saw that on Twitter and people being like, why didn't she bring out Jay-Z? Why didn't she bring out Drake? Well, doesn't she hate Drake? They have beef, yeah. Uh, but because like, he's been wanting to fuck her for, like, 10 fucking years. And she's like, I don't want to fuck you, bro. Can we just make music and be cordial? And he's like, nah, I need that pussy now. 
And she's like, all right, I'm over you. I, uh, and then, um, the only thing that I would have, that I would have liked. And Mm -hmm. just because I think it would have been funny is if during umbrella, Tom Holland came out in his getup and just started dancing with her. That's what I would have wanted. If I was, if I was Tom Holland, I don't know if he did this or not, but if I was Tom Holland, I would have reached out to Rihanna when I found out. I heard you're doing the halftime show. Like I don't need to be on for long, but like. We I get one shot where I'm dressed up in my thing and doing the I'm thing. I'm dressed with you. up as you. <laughs> like I'm dressed up in the fucking yeah, and like with and, and like, do I got a shot? And if she says no, she says no. But like, yeah, I don't know. I but like, if I was Tom Holland, I would have reached out and been like, hey, um, so can I do umbrella with you? Just that would have been so funny. That was the one thing I was like, maybe Tom Holland will show up. <laughs> I didn't think anyone was going to show up. I don't think they needed it. Um, no, I don't think so either because I, I I, think there's a certain energy about Rihanna when she's performing. Lip singing regardless, uh, that personally doesn't bother me. Um, Again, it, all halftime performances, most halftime yeah. performances are always pre-recorded. They're not I, singing I don't live. see really the problem with it. It makes sense it's like, it's logistically. Like yeah. No, no parade anyone is singing live. You why, literally why, can't. You would it's just too much of a hassle if something goes wrong. Yeah. Um But That's yeah, I just feel like parades look kind of eh when you're watching the 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 New York the Macy's Day parade oh, because yeah? when you see some people singing it's like oof. Oof. <laughs> like it's just very clearly they're not. Yeah. And it's just like and every time you're like I know they are they are pre-recorded and I know that. Right. But when you see it you're just like Mm. Mm. This looks bad. <laughs> but um I just think Rihanna just has this energy about her and like the eye contact that she makes, like she really holds your gaze. You know what I mean? All the memes. All the memes. <laughs> like staring. It's like <laughs> the staring <laughs> memes where it's like her and Charlie from fucking It's Always Sunny. Or it's like the, the Yeah, um, we're like this. The Dark Souls, like you've entered the boss room or the Smash Bros thing. <laughs> yes. Rihanna, watch out. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, I just think she just has such a charisma about her and she can really turn it on if that makes sense. And like one thing I noticed, I don't know how hot it was in there. And I don't know how hot it was with all those clothes on. You it was Arizona, so. You didn't see one single bead of sweat on that lady. She was matte. She uh I was thoroughly impressed. Just holding it in. I guess so. She was done, and then she was buckets. I don't know. I was thoroughly impressed because I did, I did think that was... face was beat to hell and back. Like, it was not going anywhere. Right. It was just on there. I did think it was really funny, just as a quick little side note after the fact. Um, when uh, After the performance, you know, they go to the football announcers to right. talk about the, the game and whatnot. Yeah. And they come back, and they're like, uh, Strahan's not here at the moment. And the camera guy's with Strahan. He ran over to go be like, hey, Rihanna, what's up? And like, get a yes, I saw that. And they were like, he's going. To, he's over there being a fucking fanboy. Hold on one minute. And he comes back, and he's like, I'm not going to not go see Rihanna. And come on, it's Rihanna, guys. Yeah, and the other guy's like, I wanted to see Rihanna. Why can't we? He was like, well, you didn't run after her. Now, yeah. did you? So I thought that was really funny. That's right. I, I was like, I, I thought, will go see Rihanna. I thought that was really cute. He was like, please, hello. I was like, I'd be him too. I'd be like, hey, yo, like, I know. what's up? <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah, that was, I really like that. And then I like that, because um, I don't know who, like, the announcers are for the um, Super Bowl. Right. I don't know if they're, like, the regular NFL announcers or if they just do the Super Bowl or whatever. 
it depends. But it was very amusing to see these guys who are older than Dirt being like, "Oh yeah, I was giving, I was shaking my tail a little during that performance there." <laughs> I was like, "You are clearly yeah older than Dirt, and you uh, probably have only heard of Rihanna in passing." Like, let's be real. Right. But yeah, no, I think that performance was great. Yeah. Um, I I like I I remember. Um, the people that are going to be upset about it, like, you know, like the older generation and whatnot, are always going to be upset about it regardless. What's there even to be upset about? Because, oh, do you remember? It's not their music or, or, or you know, the the um, the um vagina grab or the ass grab. And you're like, it was there for two seconds. Who Seriously. cares? Like, but do you remember when it was Shakira and J-Lo, that halftime show? And everyone and their mother was up in arms about J-Lo pole dancing at the oh, halftime show. Yeah. And I was like... You just wish you were 50 years old and could do the shit that woman is doing on stage right now, all right? Yeah. Like, dude, if I could could shake my ass like Shakira. Literally, J-Lo was 50 and doing that shit. Or shake my hips, really. Shakira's more about the hips than her ass. Yeah. If I could shake my hips like Shakira, you best believe I'd be doing that everywhere. Like, I'm not out here trying to say she's old, but she's no spring chicken either. You know what I mean? I'm like, if I look like that, first of all, at that age... I too would be doing the same thing. And if I was physically fit to, I too would be doing the same thing. Yeah, dude, if I'm if I'm fucking pushing 50 and I'm looking hot as fuck, you best believe I'm flaunting that shit. Like if I look like JLo and I'm physically fit like JLo at 50, I'm sorry. Just walking around naked for the rest seriously, of my life. Seriously, seriously. Like I don't know what you want me to do about it, but I'm going to be like, just so you know, I'm 50. Here's my ID. Yeah. <laughs> Ma'am, where are you keeping that ID? You're naked. Don't question it. <laughs> Prison wallet. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, like I don't know. It, and and then there's like but those performances where you're like, you know, like Chris, uh, not Chris Brown's. Um, I felt like the Travis Scott Maroon Five was pretty disappointing. Maroon Five was absolutely. It, it was just. It was just a concert. But it wasn't even because it was both. They they were both headlining. Right. One, I felt like they did not drive together at all. Because their music styles are so different. Yeah. Um, and also, I just... I feel like Maroon 5 has gotten worse over the years. It's, I feel like it's just Adam Levine at this point. Uh, I, like, uh, like, I don't know what it is about. Because I used to like Maroon 5 for their kind of, like, heavily pop-infused alternative... Quote unquote, right? I just thought their performance was just like I thought they were fine. And then over the years, I thought I just thought they got really boring and stale. Like they never evolved their content, right? Or their image. And I was like, yeah, I'm kind of over it. And also, I think Adam Levine has a tendency of doing too much, but on the same note, not enough. Does that make sense? Like, I think he thinks he's hot shit. Which, like, yes, he's a handsome man, but you're not that good. Yeah, and then, like, and then there's the other, there's, like, there's other performances, too, where, like, Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson's, I feel like, is only famous for the wardrobe malfunction. Oh, for sure. I don't know. Is it still called a malfunction? Like, what? Do we know what happened with that? Did he actively, like, grab it to, like, or was was it supposed to be, like, a separate thing? I don't know. I mean, he didn't, I know what you're talking yeah. about, but I don't know what like the real 
situation was, if that makes sense. I assume if it was like a bigger issue or like, it, like I don't More know. More scandalous. Yeah, I feel like something would have come up out of it with them. But if but. you think about it, I don't know what it is about, especially like early 2000s, uh, like tabloids and media was really about war- wardrobe malfunctions. Yeah, and I think it was also like, it was a really unfortunate timing wise for that whole thing because like the internet age had really just started and so that That's what was I'm saying. all oh yeah that was everywhere oh yeah because like like you know youtube and everything was like just coming up or like mm-hmm. a little after the fact of that and everything and like you i think just... that was i think that was just after youtube had become like yeah not so much a staple, but like becoming more synonymous with like young uh, folks. Yeah, I was gonna say like it's it's it, it it came it happened like at the age of the internet where almost everybody had access to it at yeah. that point. Where like you, would, it was no longer a, like something that only like rich could have. It was now like a commodity. Yeah, because I remember like when I was a kid, we had this Dell laptop that was about two inches thick. It weighed maybe 35 pounds. Right. And that was like the computer in our house, which is funny because I feel like usually you have like a desktop instead of a laptop, but whatever. Yeah. So we had a des- a laptop. And YouTube was a year later. A year later than that? Okay. So we had a Dell laptop and be- I also had two older brothers. So really I never got to play with the laptop because they would play like Roller Coaster Tycoon of like, or... um. What's that uh, Age of Empires? Uh, stuff like that. Right. And then when, when um, I got a little older, I got my own computer. And I got this. Do you remember netbooks? No. Okay. So when we were like probably middle school. Okay. They had these things called netbooks, which were like laptops, but teeny tiny. Okay, yeah, no, was not, did not have those. Okay, so I had a netbook. It was, like, the size of a tablet, but a laptop, right? Sure. And I would use that to, like, IM my friends, this, that, the other thing, watch YouTube videos. Oh, yeah, I didn't have friends to IM. Well, that's a personal problem. (laughs) So. But if I wanted to, but because the netbook was so small... You couldn't really, like, see things that well because the screen was also really tiny. Right. So if I wanted to, like, actually sit down and watch something, because this is also not really the time where, like, you're watching, like, streaming services. Right. So if I wanted to watch something on YouTube, like, a three-part television show (laughs) on YouTube. As you do. As you do. I'd have to go upstairs to my dad's desktop, which was a huge pain in the neck. Right. Because it was always... (laughs) really cold where his desk was because it was like the furthest point from the wood stove right so the heat wouldn't like get all the way over there so i would just be freezing my ass off (laughs) trying to watch vampire night in three parts jesus christ yeah god that was our show um it was a good time yeah but like i no, our show is trinity blow get it right yeah um but yeah i I don't know. I, I think that this performance was was what I look for Yeah. in a Super Bowl f- performance. It was not, like, again, at the base level, simple concept. Just two stages for the most part. Right. Um, 
and and the stages don't necessarily like aren't all that intricate. It's just a red stage with a circle and lines out the side and but you know what it is? Squ- it- rectangular platforms. But like what they do with it right. is what makes it interesting and cool. I don't think I think if you had another artist like let's say like who's also done a Super Bowl, right? So let's say like Katy Perry or Lady Gaga, right? If they went with that same kind of concept, I don't think it would work. Right. I think people would say it was boring and flat and like not enough going on. Yeah. But because it's Rihanna and she has in- incredible energy, it she could have had no backup dancers. She could have just been there by herself. Right. And commanded the entire stadium. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's like... The only other way that something like that would work would be like a singer where it's like their voice is like power, kind of like um, yeah, Adele like, or, or something like, like that. Or like Mariah Carey or something like that. Right. Like, uh, or like I like where they just, their voice carries and then like yeah. they're fucking floating above the, the ring and it's like, you know, Adele or something like yeah. you know, Like I set fire to the fucking rain and it's like the entire stadium and you're like, yeah, that shit's cool. Yeah. Um, but I think you need to have that kind of vocal talent. Yeah. Because also, like, yes, like, Adele does have, obviously, incredible vocals. But also, she does... It's not like she's just standing there like this. Right. You know, like, she gives, like, I think, flourishes that work. And she, like, has good energy on stage. It doesn't appear like she's just there. You know? Yeah. So, I agree. (laughs) Okay. But it's more than just, like, having a great voice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think the people that have a problem with it are um, either old and don't like people. No, people just love to nitpick about literally everything. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And I'm like, this is one why we can't have nice things. Right. But also, this is why everything is a problem. Because y'all can't calm the fuck down over things that are so minuscule or things that are literally not even a problem. Right. Like, oh, she wasn't dancing as good as the the, the trained dancers. Well, well she's pregnant. Y- you dance that well while you're strapped up to this damn platform and at least six months pregnant. Go for it. Oh, so After you just gave birth to another baby. That was her announcing she was pregnant, right? Yeah. Apparently, the, like, Super Bowl, like, while they were, like, preparing for the show, like, nobody on, like, the staff even knew. How do you hide being six months pregnant? Like, it wasn't look like... I mean, I know you can wear baggy clothing, but, I like, was going to say, maybe... Because, like, that's kind of her brand right now anyway, is, like, super huge clothes. Okay. So, like, you, maybe she just wore, like, three coats all day, every day. <laughs> it's what keeps her young. It's just the idea of, like... I know it's still winter, but like Arizona, it's like a hundred degrees. No Rihanna, why are you wearing three coats? Just the look. Yeah. It's like, sorry. It's like I'm Rihanna. I can do whatever I want. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I think, I think all of that worked, and, and yeah, she, I, I think she was having more fun with it than trying to sell something in terms yeah. of, of her singing or doing anything. Like it just but seemed I don't like she think, was enjoying I, herself. I feel like she's at a point in her career where she doesn't need to sell anything. And yeah. I'm also I, I get a little salty when people are like, Rihanna, where's the album? When's the album? I'm like, if this woman never puts out an, another album again, what are you gonna do about it? When was it? the last album she put out? 
Because I don't, like I said, I know her, I, like, I knew the songs, but I, I don't, don't, I don't to Rihanna. remember when the last album she put out was, but I do know it's been a minute. Um, and people, because if you, like, she used to have a extremely consistent 2016. Album. So she had a very, like, consistent album release schedule for a long time. And according to her, she said, um, that it would be quote unquote it'd be ridiculous if she didn't drop her ninth album this year. Oh, she just took a seven year hiatus, guys. It's yeah, fine. Apparently. But it's also, whatever. if you think about it, like between twenty, 20- she made all her money already. I was gonna say between twenty sixteen and now, all she's been doing is grinding just in a different way. Because she had the collab with Puma, Puma X Fenty. She started her own lingerie company. Started her own makeup Did company. She? Yeah. I bet that shit's Savage, pricey. Savage X Fenty. No, the whole point is that it's not pricey. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's like <clears throat> super size. What, what is Fenty? Does it mean something? Fenty is her last name. Is it? Robin Rihanna Fenty. Her name's Robin Fenty? Robin is her first name. Rihanna oh. is actually her middle name. Interesting. Fun fact. All right. Um, Fair enough. But yeah, like, and Fenty, uh, like Savage X Fenty, which is uh, her lingerie slash like undergarments line or company, is meant to be like extremely inclusive. Um, they have a lot of different styles, meant to be like fairly affordable. Oh, yeah. Like All these uh, models, too. Yeah, she actually does, um, like, do you ever, did you ever watch the Victoria's Secret fashion shows? Yes. Okay, that's fine. But um, so she does something similar, but instead of like having, you know, six foot tall models who are a size zero, she has like a bunch of different models of age range, size, complexion. Uh, if you're like in a wheelchair Just or like disabled, that's really hot. Yeah, that girl's really pretty. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, and she'll have like open casting calls. And then she'll have, like, actual working models do the show and stuff like that. Um, and then she has, like, performances going on. And it's very, like, hyped up and cool and fun. It's a little... It's, like, much less stringent than, like, the Victoria's Secret fashion shows were. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of, like, different representation of body types here. Yeah. And and a part of... if If my memory serves me right, a part of why she even did that is because she got... I don't know. She, like, has obviously gained weight over the years because that's what happens when you're a human. Right. And she As just, one does. And she just pumped out a baby and she's about to have another baby. Right. <laughs> so, like, what do you want? People are, like, sometimes genuinely upset that she has gained weight. I'm like, I don't understand. You want her to be the same size look, she was look, when she you, was 18? You want to be upset about somebody gaining weight. You can be upset about yourself gaining weight, but you can't be upset about other people. Like, like I it, just don't get it. Like, I, I, you can be... How do I phrase this? You, I, I don't, upset's not the right word. But, like, if somebody has uh, gained uh, an amount of weight that is actually unhealthy for their life... Right. Then I feel like you can... Not as a collective of people, because that's never going to help. No. But like, if you know the person right, or you can whatever. Be like, you can I'm like, just concerned about. Right. Like, blah, that's blah, why blah. there was that whole thing on TikTok where it was like, um, where like really, really heavy set people were like, you know, um, some people were being like, you shouldn't shame 
uh, like, you know, I'm comfortable with how I am. And it's like, and other people are like, we're glad you're comfortable with how you are, but like, you're clearly in a weight range that is not okay. Right. Like you can be happy and comfortable as like a plus size person, but if it's unhealthy, we sh- you shouldn't encourage. The problem is that. not. Right. Like. It's not, it's not, like, it's, uh, I think it was, like, where you, it's, like, you know, you're fat shaming some people, but you aren't fat shaming others, and it's, like, it's not fat shaming, it's you are an unhealthy amount of weight, and that's the issue. Yeah, like, your longevity is greatly diminished. Right, well, it's, like, yeah, all for body positivity, but if it's an unhealthy thing, you shouldn't be body positive about it. I, I I just think there there. But that's a fine line. It's also like the yeah, internet and, and internet should have their opinions be uh, way less important than yeah. No, I I, I think it's a obviously very nuanced conversation. Yeah. But I I do agree in that there are like st- yo, if Rihanna became a three hundred pound person but was still like healthy. Yeah. Shit. All right. Like. It is. It's her fucking body. It doesn't affect my goddamn life. Yeah, I just don't. Like, I personally don't understand why people like go out of their way to be like, I can't believe she got fat. It's like, hey, look, if she got gained weight and you're mad because you don't find her attractive anymore, well, that's your own fucking problem. Yeah, like I don't understand. You don't need to also find everybody attractive. Like <laughs> seriously, and you're not going to either. Right. Like, oh, that's man. just how life works. Right. It's it's like, it's like you know you know you used to find this person attractive at one point. If they gain some weight and they're out of your your preferred whatever your preferences, like I guess that is what it is. Don't make it their problem. Yeah, like and also you're never gonna get with them anyway. So it, like get over like, it. Like come on, <laughs> you. It, I'm sorry, but you will never be with Rihanna. It's just not happening. Like it, it's it's also like especially we, especially when they're famous. Yeah. You could just go back to old pictures. You're not going to yeah. see them anyway, so it doesn't matter. Like, she has a whole lifetime of pictures cataloged on the internet. You can just yeah. look at, like, 2008 pictures of Rihanna. But, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Like, I, I, I think that's pretty cool, though. Uh, and also, yeah, no, most of those prices were actually very affordable. Yeah, no. She has... She, the, the whole point is that it's, very, it's supposed to be really inclusive, good price point, um, quality, um, things like that. I wonder if the sizing is still stupid or not. Probably so, not. What do you mean? You know, like women's sizing is just a nightmare and a half. Um, sizing is always a nightmare because it's even if you have something that says like extra small to like five. Uh, it's going to be different between companies because they're basing off a different like right. size. So guide. even if she made a better one, right, you went to someone else, it would still be different. Be right. Annoying. So, but the I guess the in my opinion, the best you can do is just like offer extra small and then. From there, some companies, which I, I don't know if she or offers extra, extra small. Some companies do. Um, that's really, really tiny. And most people are not that tiny. Right. So I feel like extra small is okay to stop there. I don't know anyone who's wearing extra, extra small clothes. Yeah. Actually, that was me during middle school. Maybe maybe my roommate in college wears extra, extra small. Cause yeah. she's, she's pretty tiny. Me, me in middle middle school when I was like... <laughs> not eating oh yeah but yeah my my uh, uh when i used to take um right. adhd medicine at the time it side effect was not eating but like nobody knew that like the doctors didn't like couldn't side figure out why i wasn't not eating. eating yeah like they couldn't Lack figure out why appetite, i wasn't eating mean? either yeah and uh and and they were like oh, i don't know if we're gonna know he's just not hungry i guess and they're like it's been years and he is very clearly under like yeah, like let your, we're just going to let your kids starve to death. It's fine. Uh, and then uh, 
so me then I would have been like a fuck. I was probably like an extra, extra, extra small. <laughs> um. Anyway. Anyway. Hey, uh, thanks for watching this week's episode of the Vaguely Anime Podcast. Uh, thanks for watching. Don't forget to uh, like, comment, subscribe, leave a review, like, follow. Um, check out Cat at Cat the Moonstar on Twitch. And we have four weeks to watch Trinity Blood. Yeah, that show. It's 24, 24 episodes. episodes. Joy. Woohoo! Can't wait for this. I think it will be fun. I wonder if, like, we every now and then on our anime clubs will get somebody that's been, like, you know, that either loves the show or, or whatever, and, and, like, they'll leave a comment. And, and I feel like I, I, we, I wonder if this is going to be one of those or if somebody's going to be like, I've never even fucking heard of this. No, it's not that it's unheard of. It was on Toonami. Okay, well, I guess, I guess that'll be enough. So. Anyway, thanks for watching. We'll <laughs> see you guys next week for whatever the fuck we talk about. Bye. Bye. <laughs>